You're going to find that many of the foods we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. You're listening to SWOTOR Reforged. Wotor Reforged is brought to you by TweetAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability, starting at $19.95. Choose from four styles and six different colors. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty, all at TweetAudio.com. Hey, welcome back, guys. This is Holonet News, Episode 6, from September 26th to October 3rd, 2012. I am your host, Jedi Master Ivarwin, and you know him as the Lore Master. I know him as Lou, Louis the Lore Master Olan, my number two on... Is it number two or number one? I can never decide. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. I, can't, I don't think anyone else can either. But uh, my, my wonderful co-host, Louis Olan, is here. Thank you, Ivarwin, for that kind intro. Hello, all. Got a lot of stuff to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it hasn't really been that big of a news week, like, at all. Um, I think most of our headlines are pretty much coming out of uh, well, between Monday and yesterday. Um, there was really nothing going on as of last week. 1.4 drop for SWOTOR. And uh, that was it. It was like a big calm and a hush. Like, <sighs> like what's going on? It's quietly whispering. There was nothing going on. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But um, we are we uh, we managed to scrounge up some news bits for you for your listening pleasure and to further inform you as a as a well informed gamer. And as always, we've got R two D two to take us in. Take it away, R two. Major headline, September 26th to October 3rd, Wednesday to Wednesday. Lou, take it away. Oh, thank you, sir. Wow, we need to get R2 repaired again. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Patch 1.4.0B released. For those who listened to episode 14 of Swartor Reforged, you were aware of the discussion we had about the graphical lag players were experiencing after, one, after Patch 1.4. The next day... On Tuesday, Bioware released patch 1.4.0b. Yes, 1.4.0b. Which targeted the issue directly. (laughs) (laughs) And here are the main points. It improved performance for players using NVIDIA graphics cards in an SLI configuration. Alright, players are advised to use the default SLI setting or AFR2 as AFR1 will result in poor performance with SWOTOR. And the next point they wanted to bring up was that they corrected an issue that could prevent players from exiting their personal starship after completing group finder content. And in addition, this is the first patch that was updated live. The servers did not need to be taken down, which marks a very interesting and exciting possible future trend for those of us who are playing TOR. And here's a news release posted on SWOTOR.com. And I quote, Hello everyone! We wanted to let you know that we will be deploying a patch on Tuesday, October 2nd. All game servers will remain online during this period. Please be sure to restart your game launcher at 11am Central Time in order to download the deployed patch. End quote. Now, uh, 
episode episode 14 um which we did on monday we we spoke uh briefly about this you know lou was good enough to to uh bring this to the table um lou did did uh did that correct the issue for you completely or uh had did this patch help it did help it helped a lot okay so uh i'm glad they actually took the time and yeah, you know, they must have uh, poor programmers just been up all night <laughs> trying to fix this bug, and I'm glad they did. So kudos yeah. for them doing that because uh, you know a lot of players like myself, and you know, run dual video cards. So you know, we'd like to see this game run pretty. And hey, you know what? They took the time, they did it. It's fixed. Well, at least for me, it is. Yeah. Well, get what gets me about this is that it's just so specific, and you outlined. The exact specification that was that was causing the issue um, in the last episode. You said you had an NVIDIA card. You're running, you know, SLI, and and you know, here we are uh, a day later, and it, and they're they're coming out and they're saying like, you know, for that exact that exact thing, there was this bug, and uh, and we're, we're 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 patching it, and we're sorry, and so it's it's hysterical to me that <laughs> um, it just so happened that you had the exact problem. Right, without even knowing, without foresight, without using my Jedi, my oops, said too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, our next headline: Guild Spotlight has debuted. Uh, guilds who might be interested in being spotlighted on Swotor.com, you may have your chance. Last month, on September fifth, Eric Musco made a post introducing the new feature on their website that will do exactly this. And I quote. Introducing our new guild spotlight feature every week, every other week, excuse me, we are going to highlight a guild from around the the Old Republic and share some of their stories. What has been your guild's proudest accomplishment? What are some tips that help you maintain your guild schedule? What classes does your guild focus on? What are your future plans? We'll be asking many of these questions and more if we decide to feature your guild. Uh, they want you to head over to the Guild Spotlight introduction sticky thread on their general discussion forum and, I quote, Give us a brief paragraph describing what server and faction your guild is on, along with some basic information. When your guild started, how many members, biggest accomplishments, etc. Be sure to let us know why you think your guild should be in Guild Spotlight. What makes your guild unique? We will scan this thread periodically and may reach out to you via the forum private message to talk about spotlighting your guild this week's guild spotlight is gen jedi of the jung ma server which is a pve rp pvp guild that is actively recruiting head over to swtor.com for their story and more information on this exciting community driven guild that's a great feature i'm glad they brought that up yeah it's a nice little yeah. way for for the guilds to promote themselves and actively recruit and give a much, you know, a quick little, hey, hey, it's us. Come check us out. Yeah, it definitely is a nice little feature. And I wish um, I wish more MMOs would kind of, you know, roll this into their forums. It, it's, uh, it's, you know, extra functionality for the forums. And I, I think it's, uh, it's a great community feature. Mm -hmm. doubt. Indeed. I'm excited about this next point right here. This, this had me going crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, same here. And what we're talking about, folks, is this, the Star Wars, the Old Republic Encyclopedia. Starting on Monday, on the 15th of October, fans of SWOTOR can treat themselves to the definitive source for all things Old Republic. The official Star Wars, the Old Republic Encyclopedia by DK Publishing. 
so ordering that. The giant full color book features an expansive <laughs> and full timeline of the events in the Old Republic, as well as over 750 sprawling, beautiful, and glossy pictures, concept art of your favorite weapons, characters, planets, environments, technologies, ships, starscapes. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> This tome of Star Wars knowledge was written by Ian Ryan, who is the author, Charles Boyd, who also shares credit as the author, along with Hal Hood and Joanna Berry in full collaboration with LucasArts. Currently, the normalist price is $40 American, but Amazon.com is listing the price as $26.40. There's also a full trailer available for you to look at on Amazon.com. Now, for this, I am so looking forward to Fred hanging up that Full color glossy photo of Khalil on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Fred. That's right. Just for you. <laughs> well, if uh, if uh, Fred listens to this episode, our next point down here, he'll uh, he'll have all the opportunity in the world to do that. Um, the encyclopedia, though, it's it's this huge giant book. Um, that's just it's it's got uh, you know beautiful pictures all throughout. Um. Nice glossy uh, photos. I mean, I I can't wait to get mine. I ordered it off of Amazon. Um, it was just, ugh, I I can't wait to get this thing. It's, I, I don't know what it is about it. It's not, it's not that I'm excited that it's a Star Wars encyclopedia. There's a bunch of those out there. It's that there's an encyclopedia that handles the Old Republic. I think that's the part of this that really excites me the most. Right, it's it's focusing on just this one particular timeline, mm-hmm. you know, that coincides with the game. Because you're right, there are other, you know, Star Wars companions out there, but they cover the whole breadth of the Star Wars universe. Like they'll cover, they'll touch on stuff like the Old Republic, you know, the Galactic Republic before Palpatine, the Empire, and so on. But you know, I, I really like what they're doing, and this is just uh, a, a treat for everyone, especially for me, since you know I, I really love the lore. So I'm looking forward yeah. to getting this. Oh yeah, yeah. This is just. I can't wait to get mine. (laughs) And Companions 101 blog has debuted. For those of you out there who've been interested in the lore behind your favorite companions in the Old Republic, Bioware has started to release weekly companion blogs. These blogs will give the full background history and further insight into a chosen companion. Now, Kaleo Dejanis is the focus of the very first blog, which was posted on Monday, October 1st. And not only features the history behind this very complicated character, to which Sith Lord Korv hates, uh, in the Star Wars universe, but also, for diehard fans, features not one, but two Kalia wallpapers at the very end of the blog. Can't go wrong with that. Fred? (laughs) (laughs) Can't go wrong with that. And uh, this week's facepalm moment! (laughs) fixed many issues and provided some awesome quality of life updates but it rendered the GTN useless and unavailable bringing down the free market economy and the servers Galaxy's capitalists had to wait until the following morning Thursday the 27th before the servers came back up and the shameless price gouging could resume do not fear though the terrorists did not win yes (laughs) Bloody pubs. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to Around the Forums. Take it away, Lou. All right. Our first that we'd like to point out and highlight today 
goes back to Varwin's former point, Companions 101, Kaleo Dejanis. As you heard before, on 1st of October, Courtney Woods, who is a, the community production specialist for SWOTOR.com, she started a feedback thread on one of the latest features for SWOTOR, the Companions blog. And here, she asked players to share their favorite moments with this mysterious female red attack and to provide ideas of the next companion the community would like to see featured next. You know, lover or hater. Yes, looking at you, Sith Lord Corv. <coughs> Fred. <laughs> <laughs> the forum community is loving this new blog. Me in particular, I'm, I like, I love this. Yeah. This is great. Anything deal with lore, history of the game, anything, I'll just eat it up. <laughs> and all the additional little details that flesh out and give more life, uh, you know, to these, these companions, these people who make up our crews in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been lots of friendly banter amongst the posters as to why they like using Kaleo or why they choose to leave her on the ship at their very first opportunity, like Fred, <laughs> after picking up their next companion for the Imperial Agent storyline. Right, oh, for those who may not know who haven't played the Imperial Agent, yes, Kaleo is uh, the first companion if you're playing the Imperial Agent that you pick up in your story. And also, forum posters are taking this opportunity to write in their suggestions you know, for improvements in regard to the companions. You know, especially a lot of people are hoping, like myself, for the continuation of their particular storylines to go in tandem with ours. You know, when the next chapter comes around for our players, for ourselves, you know, I'm glad to see I'm not alone in hoping that, you know, that buyer will take the time to actually expand on the companions too. Yeah. You know, as we grow, they grow. And I, I think I, it, it'd be a wonderful idea to see this happen. I kind of feel like they're doing this because they are expanding those those stories you know like that's kind of like the the whole you know uh uh uh, government conspiracy thing i got going on in my head here with this that that uh this is part of them releasing extra extra story content for the companions and they're using this time to sort of reacquaint ourselves with with those companions this way when they do release that content we'll feel that much more knowledgeable about them and probably much more attached to the character as well exactly and give other players the opportunity like for example you know for those who don't play either faction and don't get to experience the storyline yet you know give them something to say hey you know what that's pretty cool i like how that reads or i like you know it it may galvanize some players to say you know what i want to try out that class just because those companions that accompany you that those sound really good you know yeah. they sound really cool and i want like hey come on bounty hunter you get blizz i was just <laughs> gonna Jawa. say i hope i hope blizz is the next is the next one that they do i would i would love to uh i'd love to see what the the background story behind blizz is <laughs> but who doesn't want to see a rocket <laughs> rocket launcher wielding jawa just like going, yeah <laughs> i'll give you a new teeny hang on one second <laughs> All right, and leaked details of next content. Pay attention to this one, guys. This one is, I guarantee you, going to be a hot-button issue. And um, we are we are uh, tracking this very, very carefully. We got Brian Armstrong currently, right now, actually, uh, as we speak. He's typing up uh, the news post. He's doing... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to refer to it this way. He's doing an investigative news post <laughs> on this, on this <laughs> information. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how's everything going on out there? <laughs> um, yeah, Brian's uh, in quotes in the field doing his research right now regarding this. This, um, this when did when did this hit the forums, Lou? It actually hit, I think, just a little while ago. I'm actually one second. 
because you know I'm shamelessly yeah. going through the forums right now as we speak. <laughs> no problem. Um, I, I mean this this is just brand new information. Okay, um, we're one of the first ones out there to put this out. Okay, so so basically here's here's what it is. Okay, we've got some leaked details on on the very next piece of major content, such as a world boss, a daily area, space missions, pets, mounts. Okay, and and we're gonna get into what we've got right here for you. All right now. Number one, a thread floating around the general discussion brought some interesting possibilities of new content that may be coming our way in tour. The post brings a consolidated list of some of the most of some of the new mounts, vanity pets, space missions, and dailies from what what can be seen in some of the 1.4 game files. All right, now website over at tourhead.com also has these broken um, these broken out for for players to look at. So here's some specifics. Uh, new dailies on Belsavis for both the Empire and the Republic. At least one heroic, one area daily, and four regular dailies to pick up and get those commendations. A bunch of additional space missions are also seen, but no real specifics as to level and what sector of space these will be located in. A new world boss makes its presence known on Belsavis. Its name? Dreadtooth. <laughs> Sounds like a dentist's uh, nightmare. <laughs> oh my god, it's a dreaded tooth. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> Settle down, dread tooth. <laughs> All right, looks <laughs> Jesus. Looks like the world boss will yield four four codex entries as it will have four different versions of itself. Uh example, um down him the first time comes back but much more powerful than the last time. All right, new pets such as the Micro Aggressor Droid, the Red-Backed Gizka, and many others will make their way into your collection. And of course, cool new rides. Because of your own saga, you have you have to be riding the hottest vehicle, right? That's out there. And uh the uh, the Tertia Champion or the Avalanche Heavy Tank may be yours to earn. <laughs> because Chick stigs the guns. Clue, <laughs> <laughs> you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a follow-up with our Owens uh, question. Yeah. Uh, this thread actually made its way uh, – it started yesterday, actually, on Tuesday in the mm-hmm. early afternoon around 1 o'clock Eastern. So Okay. Now, basically, the way this came about was someone was just kind of like derping around in the game files and was like, whoa, look at all this stuff no one's ever – no one's really talking about. I mean, am I right? Is that kind of like how this whole thing sort of came about? Exactly. I think that's what he's alluding to, and also to what the folks over at Torhead.com, uh, like you know, doing their own little digging to see what was out there, and they realized, hey, what's what's all this? Yeah. Great. You know, you notice like yo, know, the patch dropped, and you look at all the stuff that's out there, and you realize, you know what? That's yeah, that's really great, but these file sizes we downloaded during patch day were really huge. So what happened? Like, are we missing something? Yeah. Well, keep a keep a close eye on our website. Um, Brian Armstrong is is doing that post right now, uh, which is uh, swotorreforged.com, and uh, we will additionally keep a uh, keep an eye out for you on uh, on all the new updates regarding this. Um, so that's that's the crux of the information there. If there's anything else, certainly we'll uh, we'll relay that information to you as as we receive it as well. Indeed. Hot topic. Stay tuned, folks. Oh, yeah. All right. And that brings us to the expanded universe. All the news up to date for this week regarding Star Wars and the greater universe around Star Wars. 
And <laughs> we have Lou. Take it away. All right. The first item we'd like to talk about is Star Wars Omnibus. Volume 2 releases this week. That's right. Force.net reports today on October 3rd that the comic book collection series, the Star Wars Omnibus, which is published by Dark Horse Comics, will be releasing their second volume of epic stories in the Clone Wars era. And this will collect the issues of Star Wars Republic, issues 54 through 66, and issue number 68. Uh, also, Star Wars Jedi Yoda. Nice. <laughs> and Star Wars General Grievous, issues 1 through 4. Okay, and here, quick little plot line, we have Anakin Skywalker, who commands a strategic but fateful retreat. Obi-Wan Kenobi becomes a prisoner of Asajj Ventress, and Master Yoda is forced to trade the life of an old friend for victory. Plus, the Jedi Strike Force is sent to vanquish General Grievous. What happens next? What Stay tuned. happens next? <laughs> now Stay here's tuned. <laughs> here's here's something that I'd like to point out. All right, they're saying Obi Wan becomes the prisoner of Asajj Ventress. Now we brought up a couple of weeks ago the uh, the micro series. Yes. Now Lou, you know that if you see the micro series, that just as soon as is Anakin Skywalker meets Asajj Ventress, the two of them um, have it out, and he ends up killing her almost immediately. You remember right, that? Right, well, yes. Uh, what I'm trying to remember is, yeah, I think what happens is that, um, you know, it's assumed that she that she dies because I'm trying to remember that fight. Um, I think she's thrown off. Yeah, she's thrown off like some kind of some ancient. Some kind of cliff. Yeah, some yeah. kind of you know, thing they were fighting on because they were fighting in the in a jungle. And, you know, like you see in the Star Wars universe and all the movies and comics, you know, George Lucas has to think about having these huge chasms in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, That's you know, true, during yeah. that epic fight, it's you know you see you do see her uh, falling into that uh, that pit that area, and uh, Anakin's character just walks away. Right. You know, picks up and he walks away, but then we never really you know see her again. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point. That's that is definitely for sure. Um, speaking of Clone Wars, uh, Clone Wars season five has uh, debuted on the Cartoon Network. Uh, Revival is the name of the uh, the first episode in Season 5. And it debuted uh, this week, Saturday, at uh, September 29th. All right? You can still view the episode on StarWars.com or subscribe to their season on iTunes. Did you get a chance to see that yet, Luke? No, I caught bit, bits and pieces of it, and... You know, for me, I'm kind of picky. If I miss a few minutes of an episode, I won't watch the rest of it because I don't want to be, I don't want the story ruined for me. So what I miss, like, ah, I turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to catch up with it later on this week. It was good. It was, it was definitely good. I, uh, I enjoyed the, the, the story arc between the season ender of episode of, of season four and, and now this one. So nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah. It was decent. It was really good. It could have been a little bit more epic in my, in my opinion, because we are talking about, you know, a conflict between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, it was entertaining and enjoyable for sure. But um, not, not as epic as I thought it would end off. Um, that leads us to Star Wars Scoundrels. A brand new book coming out in, uh, in December has had their release date held back. And the Force.net has reported that the new book that centers itself around Han Solo 
somewhere around between uh, episode four and episode five, pretty much just after episode four um, in the original movie series, has been pushed back an extra week. Now, here's a quote by the author Timothy Zahn posted on his Facebook Facebook page, and I quote, uh, The published date for Star Wars Scoundrels has been postponed a week until January 1st, 2013. The delay has apparently been applied to all of Random House's December 26 releases, so it's not like Scoundrels has been singled out. No reasons have been given, at least not to me. End quote. Well, I hope they, they do come around and release that soon, because I'm not sure if maybe a lot of listeners, are, especially younger ones, aren't aware, but I know, since I'm the old man here, <laughs> growing up as a kid, <laughs> after the the first couple movies that come out, especially Star Wars New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, you know, episodes four and five respectively, I believe Del Rey Books published a quick – not a quick, but a little trilogy of what they call the Han Solo Adventures. All right, And this is actually in a time frame before Han meets up. Um, you know, He and Chewie decide to go to uh, Cantina and Tatooine to have a drink, and they meet up with some old man and some young kid. Looking to get off Tatooine. <laughs> Before that, huh? <laughs> yep, and um, I'm really glad. I'm excited for this because I actually enjoy reading those novels because you do get a lot of insight as to why and how you know Han and Chewie work the way they do when you see them in the movies, you know, and in the other books that came out for the expanded universe. You know, you get some really great history on uh, on for me, like one of the most complex characters. Yeah, more and more interesting, more enjoyable characters in the Star Wars universe. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, th- so there you go. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming out, but, uh, but a week, a week later. Um, and that's it. That, that's, that's our news, man. That's, that, that does it for the week. <laughs> really, uh, really not a whole lot going on out there, but we're able to scoop those, those few tidbits out of the, uh, out of the old universe and, and plug them into a show for you. Um, stay tuned. We've got the Holonet game guide. And uh, this week, Patrick wants to inform you a little bit about Ancient Pylons, the Eternity Vault third boss. So stay tuned for that. You must learn the ways of the Force. Alright, you have entered the Game Guide, the Holonet Game Guide, delivered to you each and every week by Padrick, the raid leader of the Grievance Guild on Jedi Covenant. GrievanceGuild.com, guys, if you want to go over there and uh, you're looking for a good Republic Guild to join, you can go check them out. We're on Candor's, uh, Candor's Ordo. <laughs> We're on Jedi Covenant. And, uh, and you can uh, sign up on their forums and a senior member will contact you in game and you are in. You are in. Um, Lou, j- real quick. I mean, you know, what about, uh, what about your, uh, your guys over there on Entropic? Yes. For those who are bent on the Imperial side, serving the Empire and the greater good. <clears throat> Please come join us over on at Entropic Guild. That's E N T R O P I C, Entropic Guild, and you know, go to their website entropic.engine.com. You know, check them out. You know, if you like to do it all, I mean, the guild does it all: PvP, PVE, dailies, crafting—you name it. 
the guild happily does it and you know always looking for new blood new players that enjoy the game and would like to see you know join a good group of people yeah and have fun that's right and the same thing goes with grievance as well they're they're pve pvp uh guild as well great people um just just two fantastic guilds uh right there for you uh, that you can you can join up, and it does, it's not faction specific either. I mean, um, well, I mean, you know, it is, but they're not going to turn you away if you're if you're one or the other, and um, you know, they'll they'll uh, they'll talk to you one way or the other. All right, um, let's let's get into this a little bit. Okay, we've got Ancient Pylons, the Eternity Vault third boss. This is the the uh, the puzzle boss out in EV, and this is the uh, the eight man strategy. So uh, so Lou, why don't you why don't you bring us in? All right. As Robert just said, this is the guide for this third boss, the Ancient Pylons, and this is a puzzle boss fight. The Ancient Pylons. Menacing, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> now, the puzzle itself isn't exactly challenging, but the encounter does require some pre-fight planning and coordination on the higher difficulty levels. All right, and we want to reiterate, this is the eight-man version. Okay. So before the fight, to start... The raid needs to divide itself into two fairly even teams. Each team should include one tank or one DPS class that's capable of taunting, at the very least, and one healer. One team will head to the northern pylon and one will head south. Three adds hanging around each pylon can be killed without starting the encounter. Each pylon setup consists of three columns of colors that have to be matched one row at a time from bottom to top. The center column is rotated right or left by clicking on the left keypad or right keypad consoles below the columns. When the row is matched, lock it in place by clicking the confirmation console in the middle. To figure out ahead of time how many left-right clicks are needed to solve a row, it's best to just use an online solver. You can try to do it by hand since there is a fixed pattern for the way the colors rotate, but it's easier this way with less risk of human error. Silly humans. <laughs> Google Swotor EV Pylon Solver to find one. Okay, uh, Patrick himself uses the second search result. There's also a Pylon Solver app for Android devices. Ooh. Really? That's nice. Interesting. <laughs> now, he wants to take a pause here to note that it's easy to confuse the blue and white squares. Uh, blue squares have a swirly in the middle, while the white squares have a center circle with triangles in the four corners. Swirly, so, you say? Swirly. swirly. So be aware of that, folks. Blue squares, swirly in the middle. White squares, center circle, triangles. And solutions for the north and south should be put in ops chat for the raid to see. All right, so if you're the one getting the information, you know, make sure you're posting the raid in the operation chat. Not in say, or in general, by mistake. You know, it will happen. Mm. <laughs> now, once solutions have been attained for both teams, you'll need to designate clickers. In story mode, each team can choose one person to click every time. But on higher difficulty settings, clicking console will give a debuff that prevents the same person from clicking the console over and over. So, Patrick is going to recommend that you institute a three-person rotation to do the clicking. Grievance typically will have a two will have two DPS and one heal on each side rotate through, leaving the tanks free to secure aggro, which is important for the elite mobs that will attack later on in the fight. So we all know what Barman's going to do. Right. <laughs> now, during the fight, uh, once clickers have been assigned and the puzzle solution is in place, you're ready to start the fight by having the first clicker click either left or right as appropriate. 
waves of mobs will attack both teams throughout the encounter. The first few waves will consist of three normal mobs, one on each side of three different sides of a pylon. And while they're easy to kill, they can hit hard, especially if attacking a non-tank. DPS should help the tank clear out the mobs while the healer keeps everyone alive, but priority should be given to clicking the console when it is, in fact, in quotes, clickable. It's about a 10 second wait between clicks, and the no-click debuff received on harder difficulty lasts about 30 seconds, so, so be aware of that. Um, somewhere around the third row, uh, the ground will shake when a new mob wave is about to appear. This announces the arrival of an elite proto Ackley. I hate those things. <laughs> this mob, this mob is the reason we don't assign the tank to click. The proto Ackley hits like a truck, and while it can be burned down fairly quickly by the DPS, it will demolish a DPS or healer if the tank does not have aggro. If a raid is one tanking EV, the DPS with taunt masquerading as a tank should blow defensive cooldowns as necessary. If someone misclicks, or if the solution isn't quite right before it was entered incorrectly, don't panic. It's better to just keep going in the wrong direction rather than trying to correct a mistake and getting further confused. It only takes six clicks to fully rotate the center column, so you'll get the colors to match eventually. Remember to use the confirmation console to lock the row once it matches. Both reset buttons off to the side. Both teams need to finish a row before either can move on to the next one. There's also an emergency reset button off to the side. This will completely reset the pylon to its pre-fight state, but it will not drop you out of the combat, nor will it restart to enrage timer on the encounter. It's better to just work through the mistake than use the reset. Depending on how sharp the clickers are with the timing, and if any mistakes were made, there may be a second proto Ackley that spawns. This is a warning that you'd better finish the encounter quickly. After this second proto Ackley, the next wave of mobs is two proto Ackleys, and the wave after that, three. This function. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure <laughs> no at pressure. all. <laughs> this functions as an enraged timer for the fight. If you've not finished solving, then you'll almost certainly be overrun. Now, after the fight, once all four rows on both pylons are matched, hey, congratulations. You'll hear the chest in the center of the area unlock. Finish off any ads that are still hanging around and group back up at the chest for your well-earned loot. Loot on hard mode consists of three column eye commendations, an alien data cube, exotech synth-weaving armor tech schematics, two unassembled column eye bracers, and two unassembled ricotta pants. Now just downgrade the above Kalamai Ricotta to Taiwanese Kalamai for story mode. And I that's really it. Hope there are pants for sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. So uh, thank you very much to Patrick for uh, for this this wonderful uh, you know game guide. Uh, certainly, I'll be uh, referring back to this once I once I start uh, getting myself in there as well. Yes, can't wait. Can you imagine the first time you know guild or, or a group ran through this in December of last year, going, "Oh my God, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> What's the columns? <laughs> like, what are we doing?" <laughs> I can, uh, I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, and that's that's our show, guys. That's it. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, it was a you know a quick run through. Um, you know, you got your news, you got your game guide, and and uh, that's it. 
Um, before we head out, we just want to remind you of our other shows on the uh, on the network, on the Quest Gaming Network. We have uh, Minecraft Off the Record, which records Sundays at 7. Planetside Off the Record records Thursdays at 3 p.m. Elder Scrolls Off the Record reco- records Thursdays at 7 p.m. And Diablo Off the Record records Saturdays at 7. And don't forget about Swotor Reforged, that records Mondays as well. Um, we're not, uh, here's, here's a bit of an update on this one. Um, we're not doing that show live anymore. Um, so it, just like this, you will see the download, um, probably, probably when you wake up on Tuesday, we like to record it Monday nights and, um, and I guess, I guess that's basically it. Um, I would also like to mention that we, uh, we have a brand new thread on the uh the fan page site on uh the Swotor forums you can get our downloads via our website iTunes Zune and now we'll be posting them on the uh the thread as well which is uh something I don't think I told you about Lou <laughs> No you did not No this is <laughs> this... the past 5 seconds I've been, I've been silent because like Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is uh, brand new as of last night. Um, also, for, for Android users, um, most of you might be using Google Listen, and that is no longer an app that's supported by, by the uh, Google Play Store. Um, now, I've been doing some research, and I've got uh, two um, podcast readers, RSS readers, that I would like to, I would like to recommend. And that is Podkicker, which has a free version and a paid version as well. Um, and also RSS Demon. Now, what I like, that basically these two do the exact same thing. You, uh, you drop in the feed, you grab up our shows, and you listen as, as you know, you're doing whatever. I like Podkicker more, though, because when you're listening to Podkicker, you can turn off your phone's screen versus... RSS daemon, you have to keep the screen on and active because it uses your phone's um, media player and it streams it live. Now, there's both have a download function, but if you don't want to clutter up your SD card or your hard drive with, you know, shows every single week, that's fine. But, you know, be aware that if you do stream it live, RSS Demon turns the audio off when you turn off the screen. Podkicker does not. And uh, the free version and the paid version uh, work beautifully. And um, so it's got, it's got two, two options there for you. So, so Podkicker and RSS Demon are going to be the new go-to apps for, for Droid users for, for our shows. And um, that's it, man. Uh, final thoughts. Lou, what do you got? Hey, folks, it may have been a quiet week, but it really hasn't because think about what happened the past couple of days. I mean, this 1.4 information that was gleaned with all the little things that are coming our way, I think we're going to hear about that over the next few days, and yeah. it's going to have a life of its own if it really is starting to get confirmed. Hopefully, Brian will find out some more stuff you know, because that's some really amazing leaked, quote-unquote, stuff that's <laughs> out there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes out of that. So, all right, um, how to reach us, Lou? Please inform everyone on how they can reach us. All right, if you want to reach us on our website, it's www.sportoreforge.com. 
S-W-T-O-R-R-E-F-O-R-G-E-D.com. You can also reach us at our main portal site, which is www.questgamingcommunity. No, I, I'm sorry, questgamingnetwork.com. And there you can also find links to all our other shows, such as Diablo Off the Record, Minecraft, and so on. We also have forums, and our forums are located at www.questgamingcommunity.com. We have an email address. Hey, feel free to send us your ideas, comments, suggestions, your thoughts at swotorreforged at gmail.com. If Twitter's your thing, we have you know, a Twitter for the show. It's at swotorreforged. It's at S-W-T-O-R-R-E-F-O-R-G-E-D. Evarwin has a Twitter account. You can reach him at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Hey, send me a tweet. I am at GamerGuy11B. That's G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-11B. If you want to go for a little trip on the dark side, you can talk to Fred at <laughs> Sith Lord Corv. That's K-O-R-V, Sith Lord Corv. And for the network, QGN, it's at QG, QG Network, Q-G-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. If you like Facebook, it's a Facebook, we have a presence there as well. You can click the Facebook button on our website at SwotoReports.com to like us and automatically follow all of our updates. Swotor Reforged is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network. Take care, all. Hope you find us informative. See you all again next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And we'll see you Monday for Swotor Reforged, the next episode. Let's see how uh, how the crew can get themselves off Hoth. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Take care, <laughs> we everyone. We really hope so. It's cold. <laughs> Indeed. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Always.